The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Party die Woodies. Regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with this special news bulletin. Right. Boompa, loompa, doompa, doddy. If you are wise, you'll listen to Kevin Gassman. A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, your pregame announcer, your pop scene sensation, Gassman. Gassman. One of the carbon blobs from Sanger 7G. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. Yeah, just on days that end in Y. That's getting old, though. I think, oh, shit, I think I need to fix that up a little bit to figure out a new comeback instead of just saying that, you know, it's... Kevin's breaking stuff over here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, let's start over again. How about that? <laughs> What's up, everyone? How you doing Saturday afternoon here at the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel? And my name is Kevin Gassman, and, of course, uh, you can call me Gas. It's all good. We're hanging out here at the studios for the next couple hours. And who are we? Well, I got... My co-host for Aliens with Gas, Heidi Gad. What's up? And our special guest, comedian Prescott Wilson. Did Howdy. I say that right? That's it. It's not Prescott well, Wilson? Well, Prescott, Prescott, P-Funk, Funker. <laughs> yeah. Lots of nicknames, but nice. I say Prescott. All right. And you used to live in Prescott. I lived up there for a little while. I actually just came down the mountain from Prescott for Celestial Fest, which was very fun. Got yeah. to see some homies. Right on, man. Yeah. Was it confusing living in Prescott with a name called Prescott? Yeah. And I found out that my neighbor had the same name after living next to <laughs> him for a year and a half, which was nice and fun. That's now, hot. if I meet anybody named Scott that says Prescott, I call him Skit. Right. Okay. Or I call it Skitsdale. <laughs> yeah. Skitsdale. Yeah. yeah well, Skitsdale, they, get, they get upset up there if you call it the yeah. wrong, right? It's Prescott like Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah. Nice. Now, if people who are listening don't know where Prescott is, it's a little bit north of us here in Phoenix, about an hour and a half away, and it's definitely a change of climate and a change of environment. And it's, um, it's, yeah. it's completely different from the uh, Phoenix area. Oh, yeah. So I think I always find that interesting about Phoenix, too, or at least just the surroundings of getting outside of the city, how quiet it is or how small it is, really, yeah. because if you think about it, we're only three cities big, in a sense, to a certain degree. We have Phoenix, Tucson, and Flagstaff. Right. That's it. Right. I mean, I lived in New Mexico. We had, you know, uh, Albuquerque was a big one, and it was Las Cruces and Santa Fe. That was it. Yep. And then you have all these a thousand other cities in between, <laughs> or towns, or villages, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Can we call them villages? Yeah, we could. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's so. the uh, differential of, the, uh, the di- of a village to a town? Um, I would say uh, everybody knows everybody. There's clans. Clans. <laughs> <laughs> in kids. Well, I'm sure Arizona's got a lot of clans. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. kids, <laughs> like a rehab clan. Right. And then, and then you got the normies, and then you have the Prescott College kids. Okay. 
Hmm. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah. Interesting. All right, we're going to get into uh, Prescott's uh, comedy, because you're doing stand-up comedy, too. Yeah, I've been doing stand-up for a little while now, uh, just starting to pick up. Nice, very it's, cool. It's been very fun. Well, we do here on this show here, the first hour before we get to Aliens, we like to talk about whatever's going on in the world. Just so you know, I don't know if you're aware of what yeah. you're getting yourself into our yeah. first hour, but you post a lot of different funny stuff online, <laughs> so I told you to, to hold a story for us when we come back to Saturday, because I knew you were coming in. Well, what story was that again? Um, it was about Kid Rock being subpoenaed to give up a glass dildo. Right, right. <laughs> So rock and, rock and roll at its hardest right there. I missed this post on your page, man. <laughs> it was a good read. Um, so we'll get to some of that a little okay. later on. Awesome. Uh, Heidi, your, your company, your business, Mtronics, and Superstition Mountain Music. It's a mouthful, I know. Fixed my, my record player. We did. I am so excited and we happy about things. this. Because what happened was, uh, we have a record player in studio, and I have it hooked up to the system, so we're going we're gonna to drop the needle, okay? We're going to put the needle on the record. And I brought a special album with me so we can play it on the show, <laughs> and I can't wait to do that. So we'll do so that in, in a little bit here. I'm excited. I, I can't tell you the last time this turntable turn must have been about 30 years ago. Oh, wow. my gosh. It's terrible. I'm not kidding. Well, I, the thing, the funny thing is, is I took the, the, the needle apart. I actually bought a cartridge and needle, the whole piece, because you could buy just the needle right. and not the cartridge. So I just said, it's old. I'll buy the whole thing. Now, there's like four prongs in the back of this cartridge that connects to wireless, to wirely the, the record player itself. So as I'm pulling them apart on this 30-year-old needle, and, and it just disintegrated. <laughs> it just like just, just poof in the pot, nice. in the dust. So um, it was really cool of you guys to put this together, and I thank you. And uh, I, I can't wait to play it. I'm really I can't tell you the grin on my on my face because I came home a couple weeks ago with my old album collection, 95 albums. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! I didn't realize how many it was. It seemed like it was a lot less, right? But you know, when you have a big box, it's they're so thin they add up so easily. Right. So I, I took a lot of the albums that I had grown up with, and I took some of my sisters, and I took some of my mom's or the family albums. You know, I didn't really realize what was in this stock this stockpile. Right. And uh, I will talk about some of those when we come back. I can't wait, but we definitely will play uh, something off the album as well. So I'm looking forward to that. In the meantime, I'm going to play a, um, a song we played a couple weeks ago. Oh. Because I liked it a lot. Is that Ben and City? Oh yeah. Remember that one? No. <laughs> we had, <it> was a <laughs> I could pretend like I do, but... We had, uh, T, T, uh, T, TJ was with us. TJ? Yeah, Lewis. <laughs> J. J. Lewis. J. Lewis. Damn it. J. Lewis Mills, I was, actor. I was winging that one on my, on my face. <laughs> Wait, I was going to say Lewis. What's your friend's name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit that out, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> so we played this a couple weeks ago, and the tune is called Bus. It's from Benin City, Nigeria. It was like a legit place and everything like that, and this is where this music, music comes from. And it's a really cool tune, so take it. we'll be back right here on uh, Going Global with Gas. Man. Riding home on the it's Ben and City here on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. This show you're called. This show is called. Uh, <laughs> too much coffee, Kevin. I'm on my second cup. All right, relax. It's called too much coffee <laughs> for Kevin today. Let's let this kick in for a second. All right. Um, no, we're hanging out with you until five o'clock actually, because the second hour we're gonna hit up aliens <laughs> with gas and Man. Prescott Wilson's with us, comedian. And uh, I, I'm assuming you have stories about aliens, or you're just kind of hanging with uh, us. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've, I've definitely had a couple of experiences. Um, 
weird experiences out in the desert yeah. my family has as well all right so yeah. a couple Good. of things that i can i can dish out i'm not i'm not educated on these things but um i do know a few things about like aliens and right on fun stuff well good well it'll be a fun conversation yeah. so this week i don't know if you caught uh, much of the uh, the comey yeah, testimony a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> all right yeah so there's a lot of mis conceptions about this <laughs> that right. was going on um first of all the president wasn't exonerated the, i think the whole idea of this was that he's saying you're not under investigation he just didn't want to say yet right right <laughs> that's pretty much what i got out of the whole yeah. thing i can't tell you, you are because you're not but we're not there yet mm-hmm. <laughs> you know once we get there we will we will get there so you know obviously trump is an amateur right and uh, i don't know if you heard paul ryan the speaker of the house the third man in line, <laughs> tell everyone that it was that it, just because he's new. Right. Prom night president. Right. He's inexperienced. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did is I took the audio of him saying that Trump was not new or not experienced at this, that he is new. And then I threw in a few clips of Trump saying some things. So I just oh want to play gosh. this. It's a minute okay. long. So okay. take a listen to this. So listen to this. Listen to this. Okay, listen. The president's new at this. He's new to government. He's just new to this. You're fired. Get out of here. He's just new at this. We are going to make America great again. He's just new at this. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. He's just new at this. <laughs> no, you've, you're finished. He's just new at this. Nobody would be tougher on ISIS than Donald Trump. He's just new at this. When do we beat Mexico at the border? They're laughing at us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. He's just new at this. We will have so much winning if I get elected that you may get bored with winning. He's just new at this. <laughs> you mark my words. I win. Mexico pays. He's just new at this. I will be the greatest jobs president that God ever created. He's just new at this. I just want them to suffer. He's just new at this. You know, you're really beautiful. He's just new at this. So probably I'll sue her because it would be fun. He's just new at this. I went to an Ivy League school. He's just new at this. I know words. I had the best words. He's just new at this. No, you're finished. He's just new at this. The American dream is dead. Wow, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed because I was laughing my ass out when I put this together. <laughs> Can you imagine the ones I didn't choose, to be honest with you? Now I'm going to hear that every t- after every sentence that he Trump says. makes. Yeah. He's just new at this. <laughs> <laughs> that is good stuff. I, you know, he promises to to testify under oath. I mean, the guy is just going to bury himself. It's just right. a matter of time. And, you know, you're watching. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I really enjoy reading the comments people write. And, you know, you really have to differentiate the the real people to the paid people that are posting because I think you see that a lot. They're right. just outrageous, outlandish comments. He's the best president ever we've ever had. That's a fake person to me. That's not right. a real, that's not a real, I can't be a real person. Unless right. it's, you know, <laughs> it can't be one of those people that, just you know, they're just so blind devotion. Yeah. <laughs> um, they just don't get it. I don't, I don't understand it because I'm reading this and thinking like, well, are you not, you're obviously not seeing what we're seeing. Right. You're not acknowledging what we're acknowledging. So, I mean, is it, is, I mean, because there has to be this, this Obama hangover, you know, that they have still, right. you know, they've hated him for so much, eight years, they, they got to be exhausted of all this hate that they have a chance to be winners again, or at least feel like they're winners again. And I, I think that's what's, what's doing this is that they're, they're, they're so happy that it's not Obama. Right. It doesn't matter who it is. 
You know, leave him alone. He's, you know, he's fine. Let it, give him a chance to pre- <laughs> give him a chance to be president. Leave him alone. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I've seen that. Have you seen, have you seen that post before? I mean, I've seen similar posts. Yeah, definitely. leave him alone. He's just trying to do the, what's best for all Americans. Yeah. No, he's not. Right. <laughs> he, he's obviously he's he may not. not be your president, but you need to respect the president. Right. Yeah. I've seen because that. Because he's he's representing all of us. Right. And no, he's not. He's representing thirty percent of you. And right. when he gets in office, that's all he's talking about is the thirty percent of you. <laughs> right. The, 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 I was. I've been trying to rack my brain uh, be, between the differences between the Democrats and the Republicans. More or less, I would say. Progressives versus conservatives, because progressives want people to to be free with their lives and do what they want to do and pursue what they want to pursue. Conservatives want to restrict people from doing the things they want to do. Right. That's pretty much the difference between both these parties. No. I mean, but they're, they're, they're still the mainstream parties driving the same road in the same car, just a different person driving it. And sometimes they fix the road, sometimes they don't. Right. And that's what I see with the, these two parties. But for the most part, progressives versus conservatives, progressives want more liberties for people you know they want be- better more freedom for people and conservatives don't they want to restrict the way you live right that's just the end of the story that's just what they want they want to restrict you from enjoying your life because they're to I'm gonna curse because they're <laughs> fucking because <laughs> they, they, they're fucking uh, they're, they're not they're <laughs> that's two they're, they're, they're jealous because they're not cool right and they, they are jealous of other people having a life that they want, but they can't because they're so ingrained in their own way of life, they're afraid to step out of that. True. All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel oh, like a, if I give a warning, it might be best, right. you know, just to do that. Um, <laughs> what a nightmare. So I, um, so because, all right, so we're going we're gonna to break off on this. So you got any th- final thoughts on this one here? It's all... He's done. I, I, he's done. I think he's done. I, I I know the secret meetings that they're going to have, these closed sessions that are going to be happening. I mean, do you think Comey really did record it? Because he started writing his stuff down. Right. Nine times he met the president. And how many times did he meet Obama? Three times, maybe? Right. Out of eight years? Right. And why? Right. And why? Nine yeah. times. Right. And he's writing this stuff down because he doesn't want to be left alone with this dude. I mean, he's the FBI. I mean, we've seen James Bond. I mean, I know it's the CIA more or less is the you know, our James Bond kind of guys, but you don't think he would have some kind of recorder to to protect himself at any, at any moment? Well, and um, the, that testimony they had, did you see any of that court stuff they were doing or in front of Congress? The testimony. I was watching. I watched guys. like ten minutes of oh, it, and like yeah, the way he was answering questions was just like, you know, I can't answer that on Wednesday. Here. Yeah. Yeah, the Wednesday ones, right? Yeah. All, all of them were like, I can't answer it here. Yeah, and I was just, so I just stopped listening and started right. driving the tram again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you work at the zoo, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So you're like, sorry guys, <laughs> yeah. we were here long enough with the gorillas, but you know we got to move on. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. man. It's it's just it is weird, you know, and uh, we're not, we're seeing something that's so unpre- unprecedented. It's hard to understand and hard to grasp, and I think that's why some people aren't really accepting what they're seeing. Well, there's a first for everything. And we're we're seeing that for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> we have a lot to get to, obviously. It's 3.20, which means it's 4.20 somewhere. Right. So <laughs> do you have a song request you want to throw at me? I'll do something live for you guys. If not... Um, um, I would our, leave our, it out for Prescott since he's the guest. Prescott. Um, Prescott. Do you have like... Uh, 
can you just pull it off of the internet? It's a local band. Who is it? First or last? I don't know them. Yeah, it's like a punk band that's here in town. They're really good. Yeah, good friends of mine. Do they have a video for it? Or? Um, you might try uh, Bandcamp, first or last. All right, I'll do that. Let's do that for a minute. I'll take a minute to cool. try to get that before the end of the show. Yes, yeah. at this moment, I just want to waste people's times. Listen, listen to me. Google a band right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we do this? Uh, but you have a website, Prescott. I think people. Um, show you I have I have a Facebook page that you can like. It's Prescott Wilson Comedy, um, and then you can add me on Facebook or whatever. Uh, I'm working on an Instagram and things like that, so I'll have to like post those up at some point. Good job. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not tech savvy. I got to like have somebody else do that because I'm a dummy. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to play some I'm going to play a, an Ozzy Osbourne typo negative song. I just feel like it's, you know, sweet. It's a, it's a, it's a little breaker song, so we're going to take a little break. Then we're going to come back and we're going to drop the needle on my album. I'm yeah. I, you have no idea how excited I am. Drop the needle on the record. We're going to drop <laughs> yes. And we're going to do that when we come back. So hang tight with us here at the voiceamerica.com variety channel and you're going global with gas. Man. The Black Bottom Lighters featuring Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. It's peace, love, and smoke rings right here. I'm <laughs> going global with gas We're not to the aliens yet. You looked at me, I'm like, yeah. No, I know. I was just <laughs> looking at you guys. You're hanging out in the studio. We're, we're making some videos here. I don't know what yeah, we're going to do with them we here. Need, but, uh, um, we need a better film system. Right. If anybody you know has an extra one they're not using and they want to give it to us. Oh, what do you uh, what, An extra what? For filming for YouTube. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, because... Kevin's band-aided camera. <laughs> <laughs> that thing has I mean, been, it, it it's awesome. Works. It's awesome. If it works for what I have what I got it for, if what I still have it for, and it still works, I'm very excited about yeah. that. It's a $100 webcam. That still works. All right, um, just so you know, I was at Walmart this morning. Reasons don't need to be de- declared. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I did hear on the on the intercom, on the system, over overheard, um, maintenance to the back bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's and the terrible. only the only Aww. thing that came to my mind the only thing that came to my mind was check please. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank God I was up front. I was checking out. I was like, all right, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad I don't have to go to the bathroom right now too. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we get the album. We got the the album player, the turntable, the record player, whatever you want to call it. It's mine. I've had it since uh, 1980. Some Thing. I can remember mid to late 80s. It was part of my stereo system that I got, okay? It was like part of the whole deal. So it came with a turntable, double cassette, and a CD player, and a receiver. So I'm like, all right, awesome. I got the full stereo set. We have the speakers that kick, kick up about three feet yeah. tall, you know? I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm hooked up. This is good. 100-watt system. We're all, we're all set. So I've had this thing since then. And when I basically moved out of the house back when I was, what, 20 or 21, so only a few years after... I mean, probably five or six years after, I never touched it because I was just a guy. Once I went to college and schools, where I right. moved away for, I came back. My room was done. <laughs> you know, it was already <laughs> the storage room. You know, yeah. so everything I had was put away. I wasn't able to play this album. So, uh, Heidi's company, Mtronics, and Superstition Mountain Music. It's a bit of a mouthful, I know. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, we're in Chandler, Arizona. Yes, uh, online at. Uh, Mtronics.com and SuperstitionMountainMusic.com. And Mtronics is with a K at the very end. Yes. So. M T R O N I K S. Right. So the wires that go from the arm of the record player into the needle cartridge 
uh, disintegrated when I try to apply the new cartridge to the system. So you guys wired it up together. It looks great, and we're going to test it. How we already kind of did a pre-run. Yeah. But as you notice, I put that album away. Yeah. You have I no idea that. what I'm going to play, do you? No. So when no. I grabbed all my albums from California, um, I mean, I've had these albums since I was a kid. Since I'm the original owner of these albums. They were where I've started listening to albums when I was, you know, under 10. I'm getting scared now. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I had these albums when I was, you know, seven or eight years old, and I, whenever they came out, they, I had them. So I was always listening to music and at that age, and we always had it going on in the house. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get it. <laughs> Okay, he's rolling across the floor. Nice. <laughs> I, I, I have that one, too. You have this one, too? <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it's funny. I don't know why I wanted to bring this one. I mean, I haven't played this probably maybe once or twice when we got it. <laughs> Put it away because there's really no other need to, you know, listen to a... <laughs> To a know, movie dude. soundtrack, I, to a certain degree, I guess. I All have right. hair the musical on vinyl. I like popping that one on every once in a while. Do you know who sings that song? <laughs> Which one? Hair. Uh, there's like multiple songs from that. Well, the, like but the main song, ones. the theme song. Uh uh-uh. The Calcils. That's the, they were the family band wow. that were the inspiration for the Partridge family. Oh wow! I just oh. like throwing that out there. <laughs> so all right, so Good I have trivia. I have a movie soundtrack for the Muppet movie, 1979. So I, I brought another album for our Alien show. <laughs> Although the Muppets did go to space, and Gonzo could be considered a, a, a you know an alien. Um, <laughs> by the way, how do you how do you recognize an illegal alien but not a regular alien? You have to. <laughs> if you recognize an illegal alien, you have to recognize an alien. <laughs> I'm just saying, all right. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll call them. See, look how good shape it is, right? It's perfect. Yeah. Again, because it hasn't been used. What song do you want to hear? Because oh. we're going to drop the needle here. Now, I what we're going to do. Drop it. I think um, we have to pick a song in the middle, don't you think? Yeah, you just pick one. How about Animal Come Back Animal? <laughs> there's probably a lot of drums on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's Moving Right Along. That's, that's the big song on the album. Right. Of course, besides Rainbow Connection. Um, <laughs> and Kevin can't decide. You guys don't, all right, I'm going to put the front side on. All right, so we're going to play this. And so am I dropping this, obviously, the first one? Probably, yeah, because, so, right. you know, you've been waiting so <laughs> yeah, I've been long. So, I know I have. All right, so this is going to be... Kevin's, like, texting me, like, every day, like, is my record Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was a little... I'm all, I don't know. You should. You know what I feel like <laughs> when um, I'm getting... I'm waiting for this package in the mail, and my friend's sending me. It's got a lot of goodies in it, right? It's not like an illegal package. Disclaimer. I'm just saying, it's not, it's not illegal. Um, I'm just saying, is I'm waiting for it. So I live in an apartment complex where these will, you have to go into the complex to get your package, right? It tells you where you have your package. So every day I'm going in there with my package here. <laughs> and like, what apartment? I'm like, and they come back, no, nothing. I'm like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> like, they all hate me now, right? It's been like a week. I don't know if you remember Bart Simpson when he got his decoder ring or something like that. He's like, <laughs> to the mailwoman every day. My package here, my package here, my package here. <laughs> all right, so let me see. I'm going to have to look at this, so. I'm going to just pick one off the, off this side, probably the second one. And then we're going to play a, an, a live album right here on the show, and then we're going to come right back after the song. <laughs> I, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> long in search of good times and good news With good friends you can't lose It's quick become a habit Opportunity knocks once Let's reach out and grab it yeah. Is it on the wrong speed? We will hitchhike bus or yellow cabbage <laughs> it, it sounds pretty Move clear. Right along. It's in the front. 
<laughs> if you guys don't know that we do not repair anything, <laughs> we can't help you. <laughs> Does that sound sped up? <laughs> None of you guys even thought it did. I was I like, was, that sounds was, too fast. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. But Kevin knows what he's doing. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. That is hilarious. <laughs> Well, I just can't tell you how excited I am that the, the player is working. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy I'll tell that this Travis is working. Who fixed it. Yes, I'll get him something. Fozzie. Someone's kicking on the drums. <laughs> All right, I think we'll uh, come back after. <laughs> but I, I love it. I love it. Thank you. I'm. I, I'm telling you, this grin on my face is is completely, you know, unwipeable. Well, now you can do your thing at your Wednesday night thing. You've been talking about where you yeah, can if I was drop the needle on the record, whoever gets closer gets. If I was still a doing that, <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore, unfortunately. Oh, you're not. <laughs> no, but well, thanks. Heidi's such a good friend. <laughs> so well, I, I kind of like you made a, a silent, you know, yeah. uh, announcement about it. So, um, uh, well, I wasn't listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, apparently. No, I think we can do it right here on this show. I think what we want to do is we want to bring the show that you're listening to right here. We can bring it anywhere. So, if you want to have and host us here for two hours, you'll get the going with global. You'll get the Going Global with Gas Man show. Believe me, I have done this before. <laughs> and we do the Aliens with Gas. So it's a two-hour show live right in front of you. And we can bring uh, comedians. We can do live com uh, music and, and, and have a good time and create yeah. a, a really fun environment and a fun event for everyone who joins us. Because it won't just be what you hear. It's also we're going to have a lot more things going on. So. And if you have a restaurant or bar that we do it in, you can get a late lunch rush. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a Saturday lunch rush, yeah. the three to five. Well, I think yeah. it'd be a little bit more than that because I think we can do something a little bit. You know, maybe we do stuff outside of. Right. You know, maybe even record other stuff and use it as our overtime. Yeah. So, all right, cup number two of coffee is almost down right here for me. Prescott Wilson is with us. Prescott Wilson is with us. Excuse me. Whichever. Whichever. I know. I feel like I don't want to, you know, insult you. No, it's good. Um, Batman passed away. The original one, Adam I know, West. I saw, saw that. that this morning. Yeah. Ooh. So I know, right? Well, you're 88 years old. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel That's like what I did. I shouted, "Big sleep." Oh no! And. Uh, my significant other was like, uh, dude, he was like 90. Right. Like, oh, no, but I feel like that's, people should just live longer. That's the thing is like, I, you know, remember, I don't know if you've seen the movie Fletch, but yes. when Fletch yeah. was getting his, the very first one where he had to go see the proctologist and he was talking about like the relationship that he had with the doctor. He's trying to like fake this relationship with the doctor of some kind of like a my aunt belongs to your country club type of stuff, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And, and and so he said, isn't it sad that so-and-so passed away? And then Fletch didn't know what he was talking about. So I was like, oh, well, so, you know, 
so sudden or whatever, whatever it was. He had it wrong. The thing was she was dying of old age, and he was trying to, like. I was <laughs> <laughs> just shaking my head. Are you, are you, do you know what I'm talking I about? I have no idea what you're talking about at this point. All right. I think I'm just word mumbling right now. <laughs> uh, I think I'm still excited about the album. I don't know. <laughs> It's still playing, by the way. If you it's just hear spinning. It. He's just watching it spin. <laughs> like, look at it spin. What I'm saying was, you don't even know. It's, not, it's not a big surprise <laughs> that you passed away at 88 years old. No, I do know what I'm talking about. <sighs> All I'm saying is that it's not like, oh wow, my God, that was so sudden. No, right. it wasn't sudden. Right. <laughs> He's 88 years old. Yeah, that's the whole thing. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna get that Fletch clip and I'm gonna play for you guys. Okay, <laughs> do it. And I thought I had it, but I don't have it. I'm a little upset about that. Hmm. Um, all right, so, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just, you know, noticing the nice Amoeba cover you have that I let you borrow. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. <laughs> I have a cork board that I can throw down there. Yeah. So I don't Because this one's your... just a little fill. <laughs> <laughs> we even punched the perfect hole in it for you. Did you notice? It had a hole punch in it already. It did? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've only had it like 15 years in a guitar case. Is it that old? We have to take a picture of yeah. the cover itself. I wrote down some things. Yeah. Yeah. I put zookeeper. It's funny that you're here. No, I'm not a zookeeper. Well, I know you're not a zookeeper, yeah. but it's funny that I wrote that down because I was thinking if you own animals, yeah. You're you're a mini zookeeper. Right. Dude, everybody calls my house the zoo. Right. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's You've been there. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you saying all the animals in the zoo are are basically uninhabitable to live with individuals at home? What animals would you say that are in the zoo <laughs> that you can actually own one at home? I I want ostriches. <laughs> Is that what you I want? Know I you want do. ostriches. Well, you can and have cassowaries. a ranch. Yeah. And what? And cassowaries. What's that? They're the first deadliest bird in the world. They look like a, <laughs> the a fear, fucking what? dinosaur. The, the fear. The fear. What? They look like a dinosaur. Yeah. Are you serious? How big are they? Looking. They're o- they're only about four four and a half feet tall. Um, but they can, they can, Do like, they fly? They, no, but they can jump like five, five and a half feet, like vertical, and their feet are like three times the size of an ostrich foot. And they have like this giant claw that can like disembowel you or like. Is that what know. lurches at the zoo? Uh, no, lurches an abyssinial hornbill. Yeah. That's how I met Prescott, yeah. by the way. At the zoo? At the zoo. Yeah. Well, like, you're always the there. I, <laughs> I, know. Know. I have memberships everywhere. Yeah, in, in the aquarium and the butterfly yeah. place, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's how I waste my money. That zoo's rad, though. It's yeah, good too. it is. Hey, Mr. Barber. Now, that's Babar. This is Fletch. Two bees? One bee. I'm going to prove to you guys. B-A-B-A-R. That's two. Yeah, but not right next to each other. I thought that's what you meant. You remember this scene? Wasn't Babar an elephant? Yeah, that's what he was talking about. Babar. <laughs> Isn't there a children's book about an elephant named Babar? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any. No children? No elephant books. <laughs> awesome. Open why? So it's, gonna, yeah. it's coming. Uh, it's, well, this is the scene where I'm telling you uh, that I'm, oh, I, I totally no, fucked up. In case they were building up to it. Yeah. I don't recall having seen it on the club registry. Well, I don't formally belong. Uh, I'm a guest of my aunt's. Your aunt? Here he is. All right, Mrs. Smith. Joan or Margaret? <laughs> uh-huh. Right. <laughs> well, which one? Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> Funny old bird. Yeah, is she ever. I could tell you some stories. I bet. You know, it's a shame about Ed. Oh, it was. <laughs> that was really a shame. 
go so suddenly like that. I ain't dying for years. There you go. <laughs> the end was very, very sudden. He was in intensive care for eight weeks. Yeah, but I mean, the very end, when he actually died, that was extremely sudden. You know, Alan and I... All right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like the, that. That's the feeling you get when you know, these old actors or old people, you know, pass away. It's right. like, come on, man! <laughs> like, <laughs> come on! It's only gonna hurt until you die. Right. <laughs> at, at, what, at what age do we stop doing that? Maybe like 65 or 70. Right. Do, we just, <laughs> do we stop being, you know, like sudden? Oh my god, that was so sudden. <laughs> uh, there's gotta be. A, there has to be that line, right? right. There has to be a line of it's not too sudden, and then it's all of a sudden it is sudden, right? Or vice versa. Right. Wake up dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> a little mega death for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so cool. All right. So let me see what else is on my list that I wrote down today. But why did you have Zookeeper on your list? Oh, because we have cats at our house, right? And. You know, these are feral cats. I mean, you know, my, my roommate basically grabbed him off the street and said, you're mine. <laughs> right? That's that what happens, right? So, but the cats, are they're wild fucking animals. <laughs> so in my house, they run away from me. It's like, I'm just thinking like, I feel like I'm in, I'm in their cage, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I like, and I feel like they're not, you know, it's like, because we contain them where we're at. They're, they're not allowed to go out. I mean, it's a, it's a fucking zoo. Right. You know, we're, they're just, they, we just changed their habitat. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It is weird. <laughs> so, I mean, just, I don't I mean, I don't maybe, because I don't have my think about this, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just don't think we think about those things, no, you know. not really. As far as be owning an animal and owning a, a, a something that's alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Do you have any? Uh, uh, yeah, I have d- dogs, and okay. my parents have chickens. My mom's turned into this like weird chicken woman. <laughs> like I, I always joke around. I'm like, watch, we're gonna come home one day, and my mom's gonna turn into the pigeon lady from Home Alone, and she's just gonna be <laughs> standing out in the street holding bread and covered in pigeons and chickens. And like, there's a house chicken, is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, there's a there's ask. a house chicken in the house. That just like that hangs out and thinks it's a dog. Wow. Does yes. it try to like lay at the foot of the bed? Yeah, well, it does. It, it <laughs> hangs out with my mom and my dad all the time and like rides on my dog's back. <laughs> does it come when you call? Um, it, it does to my mom. My mom's weird. She just sits out and like talks to the outside chickens and then the inside chicken. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's very fascinating. Yeah. I always wanted a chicken, but my dogs will eat them. Yeah. I, I thought Cats. our dogs would eat them, but hmm. nope. Hmm. Weird. Um, I posted a story on my page, Big Man Japan. <laughs> Did you guys? Yeah, you saw a little bit of I it. Just, uh, we played a little bit of it. I, I was briefed. That. Yeah. I, I made sure that you get to be in the right state, state of mind <laughs> by, by watching this. Oh, my gosh. It is, you guys got to watch it. You're just going to be like, what the <laughs> F? It's very bizarre. Yeah. It is extremely weird what comes out of someone's mind to create what they created apparently it's a huge movie well it's a cult movie uh japan 2007 big man japan is what it's called and it's a giant basically and he fights other monsters so it's like a godzilla kind of thing right and that's all these different creatures and characters that are are out of this world i mean pretty much it's <laughs> all you can really say they're out of this world and if you want to check it out i mean please do and and judge for yourself great hair the hair. <laughs> right, I like how he I said that to Kevin earlier. I'm like, I like how he flipped it Lots and made control. it like 
But it kind of looks like the Trump head. Yeah, yeah. It, it was very weird. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. another weird uh, instance at the uh, supermarket this week. Because last week I was there, I had a little thing with the supermarket. But um, I was, I t- you didn't tell me about last week. Did I tell you about the music that I was listening to? I didn't do that one today. Mm-mm. Yeah, they were playing Bob Marley in the supermarket. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Did I page. do this last week? You did. Did I? <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> Let's get up, stand up. <laughs> I pay attention. At least how I much I do after too. After you said it, <laughs> I'm just looking at my Facebook to see what I posted lately to see if there's anything interesting. We're kind of just winding this hour down. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, like, what's your comedy, man? What do you What do you uh, reel yeah. on, man? Um, I'm usually I'm more of like a storyteller. I don't really like write jokes. I just talk about weird shit that constantly is happening to me. Right. So, like, uh, I toured for a while with a band and lived in a van for over a year. Yeah, like, where'd you live in a van? Shit got it, it, weird. Was Was this a one place live in the van, or did uh, you move around? I, I I took uh, Matt Foley, aka Chris Farley's advice, and lived in a van <laughs> down by a giant that lake. Your, that was your inspiration. Yeah, dude, it was <laughs> awesome. I had waterfront view where I parked some sure. dude named Brandon had an iMac and left his Wi-Fi open so I was watching Netflix and chilling <laughs> in my van at one point there was three of us living in my van in Seattle on Capitol <laughs> Hill it was uh, beautiful shit and where did you meet these people um, I knew them actually from Arizona yeah. they're like we want to move up there I was like come on you can live in my van it's cool <laughs> and they did and we just like we both worked at the same spot at this uh, new school bowling alley and I was a bowling mechanic and a dishwasher at this place. Where did you guys take a shower? Um, that's the funny part. <laughs> See, uh-huh. yeah, this was crazy. I was the only person in the history of this business to take a shower at work. There was a there was a shower upstairs um, above the kitchen. And I was like, oh, that's kind of tight. Really? I'm going to take a shower every time I come to work. Okay, yeah. And started doing that. And, they, you know, I was pooping and peeing in weird places because I live in a van. But, uh, <laughs> you can't go to the same restaurant all the yeah, time. Yeah, it was so funny because, like, one of the managers at that place was like, hey, uh, I, have, I have a question. And I was like, I might have an answer. And he's like, do you? Do you live in your van? And I was like, what makes you ask that? And he's like, I don't know. I was like looking in there and saw like sleeping bags and backpacks and shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing looking in my van, man? I was like, what car do you drive, Kelly? Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm I'm going to investigate what you keep in your vehicle. Right, right. That's kind of weird. That's a van. It's not like a regular car to look into. Like, you need to, like, take some effort to look into it. Like, I'm talking (laughs) tour van, like, 15-passenger, big old van. It was, like, it was bigger than most of my friends' apartments in in Seattle. Because I'm thinking it's a small, like, 1970s, you know. No, dude, it was a nice van. It was a good van. Okay. The Pentagon is what we used to call it was yeah. uh, all the seats in there or was it removed um there were two seats one uh, we had the cop looker bench in the back so it was facing outward and then we had the office in the front okay and uh yeah we called it the pentagon because when we were in the south i had, I had pentagrams on either side of the van uh it was our band logo yeah and we were driving through the bible belt and this dude comes <laughs> out of a shell gas station and he goes what in the hell Y'all need Jesus. And I was like, all right, man, cool. And he's like, you're just driving around, smoking the devil's moon cabbage, doing Hispanic rituals, drawing pentagons out of salt. And I lost it. And I was like, did that guy just say we draw pentagons out of salt? And, uh, yeah, so that's how we uh, figured out to call the van the Pentagon. That's (laughs) And uh, that dude was very funny. He was wearing a rubber glove in one hand, and he was picking up trash with the hand without the rubber glove. So (laughs) I should tell you what kind of person that guy. 
Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, Who needs Jesus now, Robert sure. Glove, man? <laughs> I have one. Oh, my God. Where, what state was that in? Uh, it was in Mississippi. I almost said uh, what country was that in. It was in. beautiful. <laughs> it was good stuff. I, I just, just wanted to hang out at Walmart. Let's just coordinate area off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, oh gotta love it. that's why chemtrails are bad, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's great, man. man. So now you're here and you're getting the comedy. So all these are like pretty much stories you'll tell on stage. Yeah, I tell, I tell stuff like that. That's awesome. Uh, that's great, man. G- lots of goodies, stuff about the zoo. I mean, just whatever comes to mind. I usually wing it when I get up, uh, which can be good and bad, but... Yeah, right, but that's when you get a feel for what you got to play with, man. Right. I mean, because right. if, you're, if you're winging it mostly, you're, I think I would imagine, in a sense, you're relying on your audience to feed you. Right. Because if they're not feeding you the laugh, you're winging it, it ain't working. <laughs> you know? Right. And you got to figure something else to get them involved. It's a lot, it's a lot like being a DJ is what I right. like to – you got you to figure out what this crowd is going to laugh at and right. kind of judge right. uh, what you can get away with, right. uh, which is a weird thing to conquer, but – Okay. It's fun. I don't know. I like. Yeah, it. I'm telling you, man. I mean, getting away with stuff, doing material that is uniquely you, you're doing material that's not uniquely you. I mean, that's the right. You know, because if people will read that when you're authentic on stage, they're going to know when it's not you telling that. You right. know what I mean? It's kind of weird. It's uh, so uh, yeah, I know, man. I, I know yeah. what you're, you would, but your your approach is cool, man. I dig it, man. I appreciate it's, that. Yeah, right yeah, on, man. Definitely. We're we're out of time on this first hour. All right. Um, All right. We didn't get a lot. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of onion peeling with you, but thanks for hanging with us. Yeah. We had a, we had a fun conversation. I mean, even though it was a little more of a disarray, if anything else. But there's a reason for that, and yeah. we'll discuss yeah. that. How we roll? It's aliens. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's that reason. All right. So we have a few minutes. Why don't we just uh, play our our regular song, and then we'll come back with some aliens. With gas. Man. Up in smoke, that's where my money goes. In my lungs, and sometimes up my nose. When troubled times begin to bother me I take a toke and all my cares go up in smoke <laughs> Up in smoke Donde todo es libre There are no signs Que dicen no fume So I roll un bomber Y me doy un buen toque Y después I choke Y todo mis cares Go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up in smoke That's where I want to be Cause when I'm high The world is low Don't bother me When life begins You'll be one more Hey! 
Just remember that you're standing on a planet that's evolving and revolving at 900 miles an hour. That's orbiting at 19 miles a second, so it's reckoned a sun that is the source of all our power. The sun and you and me and all the stars that we can see are moving at a million miles a day. In an outer spiral arm at 40,000 miles an hour of the galaxy we call the Milky Way. galaxy itself contains a hundred billion stars it's a hundred thousand light years side to side it bulges in the middle 16,000 light years thick but out by us it's just 3,000 light years wide we're 30,000 light years from galactic central point we go round every 200 million years and our galaxy is only one of millions of billions in this amazing and expanding universe. on expanding and expanding in all of the directions it can whiz as fast as it can go at the speed of light you know 12 million miles a minute and that's the fastest speed there is so remember when you're feeling very small and insecure how amazingly unlikely is your birth and pray that there's intelligent life somewhere up in space cause there's bugger all down here on earth they come from the bowels of hell, a transformed race of walking dead, zombies guided by a master plan for complete domination of the earth. The last time I caught an order like that was 11 years ago. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? You got to check it out. It'll boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. Freaking out, man. I believe, these gentlemen believe, that this planet is being visited by beings from another world who, for whatever reason, have taken an interest in the nuclear arms race which began at the end of World War II. Regarding the missile shutdown incidents, my opinion, their opinion, is that whoever are aboard these craft are sending a signal to both Washington and Moscow, among others, that we are playing with fire, that the possession and threatened use of nuclear weapons potentially threatens the human race and the integrity of the planetary environment.
aliens with gas and that is robert hastings ufo researcher and you get to hit up a little bit of that topic today on the show and yeah pretty interesting because you have a thing about that I mean, you always always have a thing about the ufos <laughs> and the and the, nu- and the nukes and you know how they're kind of Dude, always keeping tabs on what's going on there's been right you know people have seen like a beam shoot out of a aircraft at a nuclear missile yeah and then the shutdowns and you know it's happened so I have more a, than once. Yeah, absolutely, and I think they they monitor it. So no matter where they are around the world, and you got to wonder at some point why are they doing that in certain spots? Does that mean like if they don't do it, do they know what's going to happen if they don't right. do it? Dude, unless it's like <laughs> some time travel, like they know, right? That's you know, what I'm saying. Like they, or it's us. You know, there's a theory that extraterrestrials are us from the future, right? And then, you know, all this weird parallel universe stuff I've gotten into the last week, which we will not talk about this week. <laughs> <laughs> but we might but, get into that, though. Man, so, I don't know, dude. It's weird. <laughs> the Extraterrestrial Rock Show has begun here on Saturday afternoon, our live version on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. My name is Kevin Gassman, and that is... Heidi Gad. And we do this every Saturday. And then, of course, it gets played on the radio on Sunday night and then released to the hounds on Monday on our podcast on SoundCloud and they that is every everyone is a little different every every ish, um, edition of the show is kind of different you know because this gets edited for radio and then that gets edited and changed up for podcasts so you know listen in on this side and then listen in tomorrow night and yeah so you should just listen all three times yes that's what we're saying so you catch the live <laughs> version because you'll only, you'll only catch this once right radio as well to a certain degree right because you know, the podcast forever, so right. we fine-tune it. Uh, speaking of tunes, we have a special album we're going to play today. I'm really excited because my record player got fixed. It did. Thanks to Heidi and Mtronics, and that is M-T-R-O-N-I-K-S. Yes. And also we're in Chandler. And SuperstitionMountainMusic.com. Mm-hmm. We fix musical instruments. They fixed my record player. The arm <laughs> of the record player, the arm to the needle was disconnected, and they zapped it together. And so I actually found my old albums, and I have the 2001 Space Odyssey album. And so we're going to play that as our background kind of stuff. So we'll do that after our first song, of course. It's going to be great. Right. It's going to be a lot of fun. Our special guest, by the way, in the studio is comedian Prescott Wilson. Howdy. What's up, man? Chillin'. I'm very excited. Yes, and we had a really fun hour with you with the Going Global show. So if anybody listening right here wants to go back and listen to that, you can find that on voiceamerica.com variety channel, Going Global with Gas. Man. Yeah, that's the show where we just did an hour with. So it was a lot of fun. And uh, it's a completely different hour we're going to get into on this one here because this one here, again, we're going to hit up some of this uh, uh, UFOs zapping nukes. And we have a, a, a testimony from Captain Robert Salas, and we're going to hear from him on his experience in 1967 in Montana at Malmstrom. All right. So we'll do that after our first song, and we'll hit that topic up. We'll also hear a little bit of Prescott's stories. He's got a few he wants to talk about. I believe he was in Mississippi once. That might be uh, (laughs) one of them. (laughs) That could have been an alien. Exactly. (laughs) So as I said last hour, I'll say it again. If you believe in illegal aliens, you have to believe in aliens, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I have a few songs we're going to play here today, and I'm I'm, I'm glad to, I'm happy to play them. And this one, I'm going to start off with this one. It's The Doors. All right. Because last week we did a story about touching the sun right nasa wants to put a orbit out or a spaceship out there a probe there you go wow. and uh <laughs> check out the sun get as close as possible <laughs> i think they want to get about four million miles away which would uh. be the closest so i think and touch the sun well the doors have a song called not to touch the earth 
So, but that line is in that as well. A little full to circle action center. there. Yeah, exactly. So we'll jam out to this. We'll come back and we'll talk about that Malmstrom Air Force Base UFO incident in 1967. All right. It's the extraterrestrial rock show right here. Aliens. 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 That was my bad. Aliens. With gas. Man. Yeah, actually, I had two phone calls. Uh, first call, uh, they, they were talking about lights flying in the sky, uh, doing very strange maneuvers, extremely fast speeds, and no noise. Uh, they were sure they weren't aircraft, and uh, I even said, uh, you mean like UFOs? And Because uh, I was not a believer in this subject. They said, well, sir, we can't explain it. So uh, I more or less uh, dismissed the call. I, I said, well, call me back if anything more interesting happens. And sure enough, about five minutes later, they did call back this time uh, the main guard was uh, very frightened uh, you could tell by his voice he was very scared he had all the guards out there with all their weapons drawn and he said sir we're looking uh, at a glowing red oval object it's uh, pulsating and it's just hovering or sitting right outside the front gate and he was scared to death wanted me to tell him what to do next uh, I think I told him to make sure nothing comes in the perimeter fence at that point we disconnected uh, the call and I went to tell my commander about this uh, thinking that we possibly could be under some sort of an attack again we were underground uh, we're obligated to stay down there so neither of us could go up and take a look at this object uh, but at that time uh, when I started telling about the the object uh, our missiles started going into what's called a no-go condition or uh, unlaunchable condition this is very rare I was a missile launch officer for about three years in Montana and very rarely did any of these missiles become disabled for any reason. Very reliable system. In this case we had a way of querying the system and what happened was the guidance and control system package failed. In other words there was some kind of a signal sent to the guidance and control system that resulted in the shutting down of the missiles. Aliens. With gas, Captain Robert Salas, uh, ICBM launch officer, Maelstrom Air Force Base, 1967. Dude, I believe it. (laughs) But that's me. Right. And when I I got a few more clips of him, this is from uh, uh, Canada, Canadian TV interviewing. And, you know, this is pretty recent as well. I mean, but the thing is, is like, you know, 1967, I I was talking about how. You know, we were. I think it's important to talk about these kind of incidences because I never heard of this until I just was doing some researching the other night. So I'm thinking. I think if we understand more of these kind of experiences with UFOs, we'll have a better understanding of like how much and how prevalent it has really been around us because we we just don't know how much it is because a lot of that is still being held, held secret. Right. But knowing that in 1967, this did happen in Montana. That shut down the nukes. I mean, you know, what does that tell you? Right. Again, what does that say? Does that say that they they know what's going to happen, so we're going to zap them right now, or or are they just kind of just for here's and there's letting us know that they're here to or do this? What, what are they gaining from doing right. this? Right. That's what I'm saying. Because if if there's a you know a, a, a launch that's going to happen out out of that area that's maybe malfunctioned mm-hmm. that they might be aware of or Maybe there's something that's just a period malfunction, just in general. Dude, they mm. probably got like, you know, it, they're like the NSA, right? The aliens are the extraterrestrials. <laughs> okay, they can just like, you know, they know everything that's going to happen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sure. I mean, if seriously, right. if well, there's if they in- did like come through a portal, like the sun or whatever, or black hole, 
Like, they can probably pick up all of, like, even the hidden radio signals the government right. hides. Yeah, interesting. I don't know, just saying. Just thought of that right now. It's but, pretty crazy. But what we won't know is we won't know what th- what kind of plans were had or were made for those weapons. You right. know, like, why is... Oh. In well, because they shouldn't be shooting them off anyway. <laughs> right, we shouldn't have them in the first place, <laughs> right. right. I'm assuming they're so high up in the, on the, in the area of, of America, it's close to Canada, that we don't need them there anymore. <laughs> you know? no. but I guess from that point, really, if you're going over the top of the world, though, to blast your, your enemies. Well, if I was Canada, I'd be upset that they had that so close, because if right. something malfunctioned, Come on. kapow, it mm-hmm. affects them as well. <laughs> Canadians are just Mormons who can drink in public. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. They're nice people. We, they, don't, we, they certainly okay. don't need bombs next to them. I, I, yeah, that's for yeah. sure. That's for sure. Um, we are hanging out with you here on this uh, Saturday afternoon on VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. Um, Aliens. With Gas, yeah. the extraterrestrial rock show with our special guest and studio comedian Prescott Wilson. And we're talking about this phenomenon that happened in Malmstrom. Now, I have another clip, and I want to play some more of this because it's important to want to finish out what this uh, what Officer or Captain Robert Salas uh, did say. And uh, this is the reason why the missiles failed, is what he says. I was a missile uh, launch officer for about three years uh, in Montana, and uh, very rarely did any of these missiles become disabled for any reason. Very reliable system. In this case, we had a, a way of querying the system, and what happened was the, um, the guidance and control system package uh, failed. In other words, there was uh, some kind of a signal sent to the guidance and control system to, that resulted in, in the shutting down of the missiles. Well, I'm glad it's reliable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing it right, out yeah. there. Well, not to their technology, though. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, I totally heard that. Yeah. That, that was, was me. That was a swallow. <laughs> All right. So after that happened, after the incident happened, this is what he was told by the uh, significant uh, the the officers above him. Well, the, the next morning we were relieved. I, I was we were ordered to report the squadron commander's office helicoptered back to the base. The squadron commander was white as a sheet. Assured us that w- this was not an Air Force exercise. And uh, in addition, there was a member of the Air Force Office of Special Investigation there in his office. He wanted to make sure we signed non-disclosure agreements about uh, this incident in particular. He said it was classified secret. We were never to talk about it again uh, to anyone, including uh, members of the military, etc. And after that, uh, it, was, it was muffled. It was shut down. Never to talk about it again. Hmm. Right. Color me surprised. There you right. go. <laughs> right, right away, you got to sign. I mean, you got to wonder if these disclosures uh, they got to sign are like in their back pockets. Right. <laughs> you know, they got like a stack of them in the cars they drive around right. because they know they're going to be issuing them out all the time. Whoa! Right, but this is a you know an incident on an air force base. We talked about the one in 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 Europe in the UK where I can't remember the off, off the top of my head, but they had a big witness, obviously, from everybody on the ground who saw this UFO. Same situation here. You can't discredit all these men that saw the same thing. Right. They saw it. You can't say, no, you didn't see it. You're crazy because right. you just can't do that. So that's what, mm. yeah, I mean, that was the point. It kind of reminds me of that story just now that you told me. Which one? The one where you were driving in the white vehicles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like uh, I was driving out to Yuma. I was going to play a show in uh, actually at the Marines 
um, the Air Base. Yeah, okay. And they have a club there called Infinities, and I was going to play a show there. Well, it was my ex-girlfriend and I were, uh, were riding in my car down the 8, um, just outside of beautiful Gila Bend, Arizona. <laughs> Gorgeous. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's dark outside, and we, we spot this. Um, it almost looked like a fire in the sky. Like a, it was like this orange light, um, and it almost looked like it had smoke coming off of it. At first, I thought it was just like a light on a mountain, you know what I mean, out there, because it was dark. You know, you're in the middle of nowhere, um, and I'm seeing this, and I'm, I'm like, what is this? What is this? And, we, we just, like, finally, I just pulled over to the side of the road, and um, I'm using my LG chocolate uh, <laughs> cell phone <laughs> right. trying to capture this, and it just looks like a little tiny speck um so it was was really weird and then we saw all of these lights coming out of the desert uh like going real fast and it was a it was a it was like a caravan of suvs white suvs really and they all started they were pulling out of the desert and i was i was parked on the side of the road and this was like just a random road that i didn't even realize was there just out in the middle of the desert and they all pull up and i'm i'm still like by my car and i like get in my car you know because it was a little bit sketchy like all these Right. headlights coming out of the desert and um, as I get back into the car I turn my lights on turn the car on and they pull up and they're staring at me like you could feel, uh, they had dark tinted windows but they're, you could tell they were, they were like dr- what are you doing driving by slower they stopped in they front of you. stopped right in front of me How many? They, there was about I would say about seven or eight Vehicles, yeah, seven yeah. Or eight, so the first one SUV, stopped, like Chevy SUVs, like Suburbans, right? So the first one stopped right you. So all of them were hanging behind yeah, him, right behind him, and then they uh, that one started uh, hauling across the street, and they all started leaving, and the last one stopped, and it, it felt like you know your dad scolding you, like get out of here, like he he rolled down the window and he like. Did he made, really? Yeah, made that made that motion yeah, like you, hand you, says, need, you need to get out of here. Wow! And I started, uh, so I started uh, driving down the highway, following, following them. Uh, no, they went onto the other side of the desert where the light was. Oh, they're and chasing it was, the light. It was still over there, and um, I started driving down the highway, and it seemed like it was keeping up with us. And it came down really close, and it got super bright, and then it split into two lights. What? And then phew, gone. When was this? This was, I want to say, like 2010. Really? Yeah. And I, like, we didn't talk the rest of the night. It was the weirdest, like, going to the base and all that stuff. Like, we, after we saw that, we, we didn't even speak to each other. We were just like, what just happened? Wow. And it, it was like some Men in Black esque, like, yeah. like, weird. I felt, I felt. As if I was doing something wrong by seeing this, you know what I mean? Mm. And they they did not want us to stick around for that. Right. Wow, man, it was weird. Right? And there's like proving grounds and like weird government owned property out there. This is southern west southwestern Arizona. Yeah, it was uh, between between Gila Bend and Yuma on the eight. Right, and it, for people who that's yeah. again uh, down by the the border of Mexico, close to oh, yeah. the border of California. On that little area over there. Got a nice little Gustavo uh, checkpoint that you got to go through (laughs) that that I get pulled out of every single time. That's coming from California, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming back in, and they always, every time, man, I would go into secondary, I'm like, sweet. Another rough rough stop is going from New Mexico into Texas, off the the 10. My entire band got arrested and spent a nice couple of days in that uh, holding cell. Hancock? For a couple hours, (laughs) yeah. It was uh, beautiful. Yeah, they love that stuff, man. It was a lot of good stuff. They love putting their throat on their their their, uh, their boot on your throat and, <laughs> yeah, you know you can't have fun right. not on my watch 
goofballs. Uh, right, that's be. a crazy uh, thing to see, man. Yeah, it was that's nutty. Really, and I'm wondering with the white vans and the white vehicles, is that uh, a certain... Yeah, it was it's always like a, a black car, you know, or let's be Well, black lately color. it's been white. And like, they had the blue and white government it. plates, the oh, U.S. government mm-hmm. plates. Okay. Um, it, that's what freaked me out as soon as I saw that first one go and I saw the plate on it. I was like, those are government plates. Like, we do need to get out of here. But I had to wait for all of them to leave. Right. And that last and one. stopped again. And it, it, he straight up, he, he's like, get out of here. You got to think that that first car, maybe as soon as that happened, like every car knew exactly. Because I turned my lights on. My car was black. Right. It was a black old Cutlass. Before like, they came? Uh, well, I turned my lights on as they pulled up right in front you of me. You want to let them know that you were there? Yeah, and okay. I turned my car on. And they, uh, then that's when I, he probably like got on a radio or a cell phone and told the guy in the back to tell me wow. to get out of there. Yeah. And they hauled into the desert. I mean, they were going fast, like down these dirt roads. Right. Like, I don't know what they were going after, but they were trying to get over to that side. I wonder if they're hiring. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, we're today. We just Pretty sure you got to probably Quantico for a job like that, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not educated you enough dru- for that. You think they drug test? <laughs> <laughs> I'll test any drugs that you may have. <laughs> Crazy. All right, so here's the oh last clip from uh, Robert Salas, ICBM launch officer at Malmstrom Air Force, Air Force Base, 1967 incident of UFOs disarming the nukes up there. And this is him talking about why he came out and is talking about this. Uh, well, I'm able to do this now through the Freedom of Information Act. I was able to uh, get the, uh, a similar incident declassified. I thought it was my incident at the time when I did that, so I started speaking publicly. It turns out later I found out it wasn't my incident. There was another incident that had happened a week earlier, and that is well documented. And the reason we're talking about it now is because so many of these ex-military people have come forward told us these stories. Some cases have uh, witnesses to back them up and some documents. We have this uh, available to the press. We want the press to look into this uh, with a critical eye. Uh, We all signed affidavits affirming the truth of these stories. And uh, we think that the government needs to be open about this. They do. Mm-hmm. So good for him, man. I'm, yeah. I'm glad there are people out there that are you know, probably couldn't wait to do this. I'm sure. Right. You oh, know, I'm sure there's so many more just waiting in the, you know, wings. You would think he said there was another incident a week before that happened. I know. I kind of want to look it up. I bet it's on a uh, Black Vault. Well, you know, he said it's documented. So yeah. if anybody else that knows, maybe you can contact us at our email. Radio at gmail.com. Right. Or and our website. Yes. And there's links there. Yeah, it's real to simple. Stuff. Just go to um, alienswithgas.com. There's two S's there. You're, it's your portal, basically, or porthole to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to all of our stuff, like our podcast, our Instagram. The, I haven't put a Twitter link on there, but we are on Twitter. We are. And I'll add the Twitter link to it. And you can also listen to our, our past shows as well on our SoundCloud page, which is also feed, fed to <laughs> iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher. Google Play. And I think FM Player. So we have a lot of places yeah. you can check us out. If you don't like one platform, at least we'll have you. Mm. Uh, you can listen to us on the other platforms as well. All you got to do is type our name in the Google. Right. Uh, Fate of the Galaxies is Mandel's band. Yeah. He sent me a song, uh, Constellations Unknown. All right. So we'll jam this. We'll come back. Thanks, we'll Mandel. talk more 
Uh, do you have any more? You have more experiences, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, I have Ooh, one that's in wait, my, uh, that's in mind that I think I should bring up. Okay, so. well, that was a pretty freaky one, dude. Yeah, that I'll never forget that. I don't think she will either. Yeah, I don't think I would either, Every man. Pun intended. I won't forget it as and far as... And that's what we talk about at the zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aliens. Right on. With gas. Man. And that is Constellations Unknown. Fate of the Galaxies is the band from Phoenix, Arizona, where we broadcast from live Saturdays on the voiceamerica.com variety channel and then radio play on 99.1 FM in the East Valley and 93.9 FM in the West Valley of Phoenix, Arizona Sunday nights at 9 p.m. And then after that, you get the podcast version which will have maybe extra little bonuses, things you won't hear on the radio version as well as you won't hear it on this live version. But then again, this live version, you won't get anywhere else too. So we like to keep it a little interesting and keep you guys entertained. If you are entertained, we do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening us, listening to us here every Saturday and uh, on, on our replays as well, yeah. on, the, on demand. We have a lot of listeners here on Voice America On Demand, so we do appreciate you guys taking the time to listen in. And all of our new followers. and Yeah. A lot of people have been sharing our stuff, too, which is really great. Thanks, guys. We yes. appreciate it. Right on, man. And we also threw out some really cool videos on our Facebook page of video from Machu Picchu, possibly, of a spaceship just hanging. And then they show two other spaceships com- coming together to make one, and then a big, bright light, and then... You get the big kind of like that Star Wars when the when the when Death Star blew up that ring it created mm-hmm. that's what it looks like so it shows this big ring of it disappearing in, in thin air. Wow. Who so posted that? It's on the I just I just reposted it. Oh, I see. I shared it from somebody else. Okay, I'm looking at it right if now. If you go to the end of the video, you'll show, you'll see what I'm talking about. See, I think a lot of times when you put these videos together, you know, you want to create some kind of you know imagery. Obviously, you want to throw something out there, but. Putting out a big ring of, you know, of, of them like disappearing like that. I, I don't. I think it's a little far fetched. Hmm. I don't know. Do you, are you seeing the? I'm looking at it right now. The, are, I have to say I did not watch it yet. Are the two there together? You're looking at, or are you looking no, at the one it's floating? Still at the one. Just fast forward towards okay. the end. Oh, there's two. Okay, so it's the, the very end of the video, kind of. And that the, one kind of looks like it. Oh no, that's just the mountain. Hmm, interesting. Right. So they're coming together. They're really orby. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. It huh. looks like I don't know. So they can Dude, they can get together. CGI like a big um, white burst and then uh, that big ring that's that, like vapor almost or something. Right. Know. Like right. they went interdimensional, man. Right. But and, like I want to know who posted this video. Like what context? When did it happen? Right. We can go to the I source. I'm that, sure. Yeah. The source. That's what you call it. The Thanks source Kevin. of the video. <laughs> that's where right. you want to where it came from. Who birthed this video? Yeah. Right. <laughs> where are you? Because you know you sh- you do share a lot of videos. You don't know where the source where right. the original source came from. Right. Yeah. And you know and again I'm throwing out these images, these extra images of you know the ring and that the, the I mean it's basically in Star Wars where they went to hyperdrive. Yeah. You saw the stars get all weird and stuff. It's kind of like right. what they're creating with this. Well, yeah. and the only thing that gets me is how perfect it is and how it like looks like Saturn, right. kind of. Like, that's my... And, you know, I'm the first one to be like, that's an alien. <laughs> but I get, you know, video. Right, but there's like two different UFOs in this video. Right. You have the first one where it's just a silver kind of typical disc style. Not, your, not what you would... No, like, glass bulb on the top. Some of them have the glass bulb. But this was wasn't. So it looks like really kind of a shoddy little, yeah. like metal coffee <laughs> grinder or co- coffee. Uh, but that area filter. is known for like a lot of right. sightings. Like they even have signs up that well, are like well, yeah. you know watch out for for aliens. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where all the, the original land, that airstrip they always say is down right. in Peru. Right, like all the Aztec stuff. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it's one of those things to contemplate, as we do here on the show, as we like to do here on the program, is right. just throw, the, uh, throw them out there and we can decide for ourselves if it's real or... or Maybe it's real. Or maybe it's make-believe. <laughs> <laughs> Prescott Wilson's with us, comedian, hanging out. Now, we told us a pretty interesting story. I was going to say crazy story, but I'm not going to say it crazy. Yeah. I'll say it's interesting. But we mean crazy in, like, the most affectionate right. way when we say it. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. very, it's, it's wow. It's like, it's, it's not unbelievable, but it's like, you know, that really does exist. It really is out there. The story you told, you can rewind if you want, but he's got another story you want to tell us that, what, yeah. what else happened, man? Um, all right. So this isn't technically alien-based, but um, <laughs> I I was in Vegas with, with a band that I was taking on tour in my van, and this is when the Sahara was still around, and I was at the Sahara sitting at the bar. Uh, this older dude was uh, sitting next to us, and we were like, me and, me and my buddy are talking about some stuff, and, and he starts buying us kamikaze shots. And getting us drunk. And uh, we're Uh-oh. like, all right, cool. And he starts talking to us. And he's like, you guys want to hear some crazy stuff? And I was like, <laughs> I love hearing crazy stuff. Right. Tell us, old man. And he was, like, he was like telling us that he used to run fiber optics for the government. Like he, he was contracted. He wasn't like a part of the military or anything. But he ran the fiber optics for like every single military base in the u.s so he like the white house like all over the place he had been doing this for years and years and i was like so did you ever go to like s7 or like area 51 he's like definitely yeah i have and i was like so i bet you've seen some pretty crazy stuff in there right and he's like yeah i was like anything you want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) while you're drunk he's supposed to to grease you up to get you drunk to listen to his story and uh, and i was like okay you can't just say something like that and then not line it up with something else and so I was. he was like, well, I can't really talk about it. I was like, sure, I know, whatever. And then I was like, can I ask you a question? And he's like, all right, go ahead. And I was like, what if like a million people surrounded Area 51 and just toppled the fences and bum-rushed this, um, you know, Area 51? And, <laughs> and they got in there, what would happen? Like would would it would they see anything and he's like i'll tell you right now if they if they even were able to get in um and able to see anything that's going on in there they would be so terrified that they would turn and run away for dear life and be scream and hope that they die and i was like what and he's like they would be so terrified by what they saw they wouldn't want to see anything like that ever again whoa yeah i don't know man i know that sounds like a a scare tactic to keep people away in general and but uh, then again i mean but what it reminded me of i was listening to one of your guys's uh other shows and this uh, i can't remember who it was but he was talking about meeting some his neighbor was like some drunk dude right right yeah yeah, in and, Vegas? I, yeah. and i heard that i was like that's yeah. probably the same guy <laughs> i was like it's gotta be because that dude was like yeah i'm gonna tell these kids some crazy stuff right like um i don't know he he brought up a lot of other crazy stuff like uh like w- what would happen like po- apocalyptic like scenarios and stuff like that he was really interesting to talk to Mm. Uh, but that that tripped me out pretty bad I was like you know so would people die like he's like no but they would wish that they never saw what they did whoa 
I don't know, man. I think if you're going to storm Area 51, you would probably want to expect to see something weird right? and different. I would be stoked. Right. Like, I would, I'd be like, all right, whatever. It's not like you you're know. taking the, you know, the, the New World Church, you know, uh, right? like, <laughs> the camping expeditions of well, yeah. Area 51. Or are they going to blow the, <laughs> is it like self-destruct mode? You know what I, mean? like, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's a weird thing to it, think about. Right. Are right. they trying to like clone extraterrestrials or like they just got right. a bunch of like. You know, I tried to bring up like the I think it's called like Element Two Fifteen. It's like that, um, that that matter that it's like um, constant energy. It's 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 like a fuel, and it basically like reverses uh, gravity and like it it works almost like a magnetic. um, It's it's like a it's like a dark matter, but yeah, yeah, and it's it's it. Stays forever. It it's not. It, it, it's constant. <laughs> it's constant. It has yeah, no like, like half life. Yeah, it won't. It won't go away. It's not going anywhere. It's just like this heavy. I don't know. I've read into it a little bit. What's but, the purpose of it? Um, it's used as like fuel. Uh, fuel. Like the, I've heard it described as what um, UFOs or like things like that that are usually reported as silent. You know what I mean? Like like the Phoenix Lights thing, right. uh, like Marfa Lights, like uh, all, all, all of these sightings, like most people say that it's silent if it, if it comes close enough. You know what I mean? Like they didn't hear anything. Right. Um, and that's because this is just this matter that um, somehow they can regulate it and uh, use it in different um, uh, levels of power. You know what I mean? Like right. and manipulate it to go at different speeds and... I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, like it's hard to find it on the internet. Wow. Yeah. I know. I've heard of it before. I remember, like. I think I think uh, Sitchin brought it up at one point. I think that's how I got linked into it. It's been years since I've looked into it. Right. Um, but yeah, the trip it always tripped me out about like. Well, I, how do you fuel these? You know, right. like, is it a jet mo- engine? You know, is it. What is it? <laughs> right. I mean, are there gas stations in space? Right. <laughs> like, what's, what's how far can you go on a blast? You know, <laughs> right. I mean, what, 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 where do you go? Yeah. I mean, right. How do you regenerate? Mm-hmm. And the suns and stars out there, they could be the ones that could be your fueling stations. Right. And also teleports, you know, I mean, those could be totally. what your, your ins, ins and outs are coming in from. You know, where are you coming? Where are you going? Yeah. So, I mean, we don't know. There's so much out there that's so unknown that it's it'll boggle our minds if we became aware of it you know i right. think that's why another reason why it's kept secret is the majority of our you know yeah. society not just here in america but around the globe yeah. wouldn't be able to you know i mean but listen again if they want population control this is one way to get it right. just say it's real and watch people just finish themselves off right right because that's what's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> it is. i mean yeah. there will be some mass suicides right yeah they're gonna freak out dude so i googled Element 215 and like nothing really comes up but like stuff about a car. And then I Google 215 element uh, conspiracy and there's like all these like court case stuff popping up. Just saying. Weird. It was a weird Google search. Interesting. Just wanted hmm. to share that. It's all in how you phrase the, uh, the word. Yeah. The wording. Wow. I was like, wow. Otherwise, I mean, you're literally. looking at the Honda element. Is that what you're looking at? <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's how the aliens <laughs> get places, Honda <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Interesting. So as far as any other experiences you've had, when was the first time you ever saw a UFO? Um, It was Phoenix Lights. It was right when I first moved here. 
Um, I remember Ivy. being a young kid, and uh, <laughs> my pops like this. This bright light happened, and and my pops was like, "There's a, there's something weird going on outside." And we both go outside. All of our neighbors are out there. Where was this at? Um, in Peoria. So I was Peoria, like, Arizona. Yeah, Peoria, Arizona. It was like during the Phoenix Lights okay. uh, thing. By the way, that's a suburb of Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, it is. Um, and yeah, it, we we walked outside out in front of the house, and it's this uh, big silent triangle with like huge lights coming off of it like right. seven lights coming off of it and uh everybody on our block was just standing out in the street like nobody was everybody was just like what <laughs> you know like all of us it was it was so bright too it was like really how low really, is it um i don't I, I'm not a good judge of that. I have right. terrible depth perception. But, but you uh, saw it, and you saw its entirety. It was, yeah, it was huge. It was like, 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 I mean, bigger than football fields. Like, it was it was huge. Like, I can't even – almost, like, blacked out all above. It was a giant black triangle. And I even talked to my dad uh, earlier today to see, uh, like, see what he said, and he said the same thing. I was young. I was, like, 9 or 10 right. when it happened. Um, but it was it – was, very weird and the and the way that the media handled it and um like we were trying to figure it out and like luke air force base was like oh it's just flares and then they were like oh it's not flares and then it, and then it just like nobody talked about it again it was weird until uh, a few months later yeah like, uh, yeah i think it, i think it was right it was weird um and i th i th i was so young that I didn't even. I just saw it and was like, "That was crazy." Right. And like but went, we, went back to riding my bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like you had, you weren't watching sci-fi movies, or did you? Um, you know? a little bit. I like. I've always been interested in aliens. Like, I when I was younger, I used to be in a hip hop group, and we would uh, <laughs> rap about uh, conspiracy theories <laughs> and aliens <laughs> and calling out the Bilderbergs oh, and Rothschilds. That's awesome. Um, give me, give me a song title, dude. You remember uh, song title? Dome Noise. Uh, <laughs> I E D. Uh, Dome Noise is the group. All one word in the song is IED you can find it on uh, Reverb Nation stuff like that are you that. serious it's still, yeah. oh it's still as a kid it's, yeah, yeah well, I was probably like 19 oh, okay 19 it was I thought you were like 10 or 19 no <laughs> no I was like 19 uh, I, heard that, I heard that song A Bay Bay by whoever it was and I was like if that dude can make a million dollars I can make a thousand nice it's hilarious so, awesome. that's Prescott Wilson hanging out with us our special guest comedian out here in Phoenix Arizona and of course, you are dialed into the extraterrestrial rock show. Aliens. With gas. Man. On your uh, voiceamerica.com variety channel. Sunday night, 99.1 FM in the East Valley and 93.9 FM in the West Valley of Phoenix, Arizona, as we broadcast from an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't forget our Monday podcast release on SoundCloud. And then just go to our website for more links to all the other avenues like iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, you know, everywhere you can get stuff. Yes, and TuneIn Radio. You can listen on our show on Sunday night on TuneIn as well. So yes. no reason not to hear the program. So I have the music. I, we're not going to play the whole song. We're not going to, like, take a break from the song, exactly. What I'm saying is we're going to play it in the background because it's the soundtrack to 2001, A Space Odyssey, which yeah. doesn't have any lyrics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. it's all just... You got it on the right speed this time? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have it on the right speed, I think. Yeah, so. you guys should listen to the first half of the show on uh, Voice America. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Why does that sound weird? All right, so I have my record player fixed. Thank you, Heidi. You're welcome. And Amtronics. And Amtronics. <laughs> so I'm going to drop we the needle stuff. on the album. And, uh, There's the crackling. I hear it. <laughs> 
I know. It's going to be real low, but, you know, we're going to have it in the background <laughs> as we hang out. Because Hal's not here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double album. Or it's not a double album. It's an it's a, it's a album case that opens up. Do you have the volume up? <laughs> I do. Oh, there it goes. Okay. It's a long intro. Yes, the beginning of the movie is when it <laughs> this comes out. So I thought we'd kick it back with the ba- with the background here and. Uh... Um, awesome. <laughs> no, dude, I was just looking at this one of these links you sent me this week. Yeah, what? Which one? The one uh, official gray alien ancient code, uh, alien interview top secret footage from Area Fifty One. Yes. So you know, loop back around to the previous Sweet. Area Fifty One discussion. Um. And it's pretty weird, man. I gotta say. Kevin, find some weird stuff. It's creeping me out. <laughs> Made available on another show that talks about this kind of stuff in 97. Um, somebody was interviewed. It was a parent atal- alien interrogation believed to have taken place in 1966. Hmm. Uh, they're quoting uh, Whitley Stryber who wrote a bunch of weird books, if you guys haven't seen it, them. There are things about this footage that are particularly striking. Some of the least known features reported by witnesses are presented here. If the tape is not authentic, then it must have been made by people with very special inside knowledge. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't see anything weird. Like, what? what is weird about the extraterrestrial in this video that other people don't usually report about their sighting? There's a few videos out there that have the extraterrestrial sitting there being interrogated. And, right. You know, the, the one you're talking about, is, it looks kind of like he's there, but he's not there. And then some guy grabs the, his head like, a, you know, like they're examining yeah. him. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. It's like, I, I mean, I don't know if that's like the way you would handle an alien. Would you grab him by the head and like put a, you know, a light in their eye or, you know what I mean? Right. It's, is that how they really handle it? Is that how they examine aliens that come in? I mean, we all know what they do to us. Right. right. Was there talking on this video? Because I'm not turning it up right now. So no, I don't, I don't know I, what they're saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe if you want to, you can. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any uh, you know anything you can hear from it. But uh, <laughs> the background. We, I know yeah, the, the back. I think that's a regular person. That's primarily for the uh, protection of the aliens, not us. The theory is that uh, if they were going to infect us with an alien bug, it would have happened 50 years ago. Um, in fact, uh, all the indications are the aliens eliminated microbial and viral life from their own ecosystem long ago. They aren't susceptible to our diseases directly, but it has been shown that microbes can reproduce and form colonies within the respiratory systems, which tends to exacerbate the debilities they seem to suffer in any way in our environment. Uh, in fact, you can see here the alien is beginning to flag. Uh, the interview was not going well. The telepath was trying to clarify some points from a previous interview, but he wasn't receiving coherent responses. As you can see, the being is in real distress. Hmm. hmm. He's like starting to convulse now. I wonder if they like try to infect him with something. Right. Because he's wow. like starts getting like kind of like uh, head bobbly. It's right. like a gray. 
Yeah. It looks like a gray, yeah. Tiny gray. The small, the small gray. Because there's like two versions of these guys. Yeah. You know, there's the small three-footers and there's the tall ones. Yeah. And I think the tall ones are not cool. Is that different from the tall whites? Yeah, yeah. Oh, tall whites? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, the tall whites are the Nordics. Yeah. We were okay, talking about yeah. the blonde hair, Is blue that eyes. the same as the Pleiadian? Um, it's no I, no, I don't know if it's the same I as the Palladian. Like yeah, they're slightly. Are they different? Oh, okay. Different. Yeah, no. I the, think. the Nordics are like what I believe. I mean, the reason why Hitler probably got involved in the UFOs and aliens. I think. Okay. Would right. you not? Would you not think? Yeah. yeah. He wanted the blonde hair, point. blue eyes. Yeah. Well, guess what? There's a whole alien race of blonde hair, blue eyes. So maybe right. they visited Hitler, and maybe he figured this out and said, "I need to make people like you." Hmm. I mean, who knows? I mean, that's just, again, yeah. just. Uh, Maybe it, <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's just another thought out there to to, to stink upon. Hmm. It's a weird video, dudes. We'll post. I'm gonna post it on yeah. the old it's, Facebook page. It's pretty interesting. Right. Right. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. So I posted a lot of stories, or I sent you a lot of uh, stories to we can talk about for next week. We're gonna have more guests coming in in the following shows as well. Uh, next week we're gonna have a, an author of a UFO book. Yes. And then in two weeks, we're going to have a, uh, uh, someone who is on The Voice. That's the TV. pretty cool. Yeah, it came to third place. Yeah, Joshua West wow. will be our guest on the 24th. And we're also going to have bass player dun, dun, dun. Rudy Sarzo. <laughs> He'll be joining us by phone. He's on a show called Hired Guns, and it's a documentary about musicians getting hired to play in, their, in a band, you know? Mm. Rudy Sarzo, he played for Ozzy Osbourne. For Quiet Riot, he was on White Snake's big '87 album. Big fan of big fan of Quiet Riot. Are you? Yeah, <laughs> second album I ever bought. Oh yeah, nice. Next to Garth Brooks <laughs> on cassette. You, you bought those two together <laughs> yeah, at the same time. Yeah, it was like I, five. I bought <laughs> my very first two CDs I ever bought. The very first two CDs I ever bought was Crocus Headhunter. And are you ready for the second one? Was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my very first two CDs That's I what's up. ever bought. <laughs> That's pretty eclectic if you ask yeah. me. And yeah. uh, my whole album collection, I can go back and find you some iced tea. Some. I have NWA. I have Public Enemy. Yeah. I have that on vinyl. So, yes, I'll That's be sweet. playing that on future Going Global shows. But uh, <laughs> So we're about Rudy. We're, we're about out of here. And do you have any uh, final? Oh my uh, gosh, I went fast. Final thoughts? Anything you want to throw out there before we head um, up next week? Not that I can think of right now. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. you know. Prescott. Um. What's your thoughts on man not being from this planet? <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I think it's weird that aliens would come here and just want to engage in sexual activity with whatever's here, but I don't blame them. <laughs> we, are, we are pretty sexy. Yeah, right. I, well, I understand that. Uh, so, <laughs> yep, we're we're those uh, Nephilim babies or whatever. <laughs> I believe it, man. I right. believe I'm a believer. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about it. Hopefully, we can get more info. I hope so too, man. We, yeah. we always say disclosure is not too far away, but yeah. who's going to do it? And you yeah, know, it's going to be a cool day. And when they do do it, will yeah. you trust them? Right, <laughs> right. I know. See, oh god, don't get me started. Right, we don't have time. That'll go forever. Well, we got a couple minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get into it, you know, <laughs> leave a cliffhanger for next week, maybe. Yeah, maybe something Aww. like that. We should. I feel like this music in the <laughs> background yeah, is Yeah, it's right. making me want to just like listen to it. Right, zone out. 
Yeah. Deep thoughts. So, right? <laughs> do you have any shows coming up? You uh, yes, tell I us do. I, I have uh, next Thursday at Monkey Pants in Tempe. Shout out to Kristen Davis for holding it down. Hello, Kristen. Um, Kristen's a good dude. Uh, that show is always good, so check it out. It's on Thursday nights. Like I said, Monkey Pants in Tempe. And then also June 19th at Devil's Advocate in Tempe, right across the street from uh, Tempe Improv. That was a good show. I went and checked it out last week. Lots of fun, lots of good, funny folks. Um, the Phoenix comedy scene is really popping off So if you get a chance to go check anything out Also shout out to sweet baby uh, Lexi Lootless <laughs> I had to say it So that's nice. that's my baby boo um, But yeah, I'm also going to be in Vegas uh, June or July 7th through 9th um, I'm going to be at the stool on Friday night at midnight <laughs> uh, At the Stratosphere And nice, possibly man. at the Dirty the next night after that I'm All really right. excited about that Very stuff Very cool, man yeah. I need to get up to Vegas I, I want It's been a minute, man yeah, Can you so promise me a spot on the stage? I'll, I'll join you <laughs> Right? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see, man No, that's cool, man uh, Well, thanks for joining us, man yeah, We do thank appreciate you so much much for having me this has been real fun man well i'll tell you what we'll have to have you on again i'd love to yes. i'd love to find another place to see some ufos and right. some I'll white just, trucks i'll just go hang out <laughs> by gila bend and <laughs> see what i can figure out for you guys exactly. maybe when you're driving to vegas you know, yeah you'll yeah. see something i hope so yeah i always see stuff man all the time I, no I, one ever believes me There's like, hopefully I'll live to tell about it and they're not on to me now I'm not seeing <laughs> anything in the sky and it bugs me but I see right. videos online and I think the majority of them now we're seeing a lot of a uh, lot of um, or uh, a lot drones. of uh, drones in the yeah. sky. Drones, yep. I think we're seeing a lot of that, and yeah. people getting freaked out about that. But it's nice and desensitizing too. So, well, that's another thing. Right, there you go. Way to leave it on that end, right there. Right. All right, you guys enjoy the rest of your week. We'll do this again next Saturday, and uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in to the extraterrestrial rock show. Aliens with gas, man. <laughs> Thank you, and keep watching the skies.